0: We are chatting with the head coach of the Helena High Bengals as we get their preview for the 2021 season. Head coach Scott Evans joins me right now on the Knock On Sports Show hotline. Coach, it is great to chat with you. Hope you are doing well.
1: Doing great, Anthony. I'm always happy to go online and talk to you a little bit and start talking some ball. I
0: was about to say, Coach, we're not that far away, a little over a month now before you guys start two-a-days in training camp, essentially. Yeah, we're just August 13th is our first day out. We actually
1: have camp next week, so we'll have our last camp, my little guy's camp, and then a camp at night too for our high school kids. So we're actually almost right into the middle of it, the the, the final stages,
0: I guess you'd say. Coach, uh, let's start with this here, and we're going to have a little fun because we both know this guy and we both get to have a little fun at his expense, but I have to ask, what's it like dealing with John Kemper, who's a big Dodgers fan? Uh, you know, that, that that's the only
1: good thing about Campbell being a Dodgers fan is that it's
0: blue and it looks like the Cubs.
1: So that's about what I got there. So I, you know, no, I, I, you know, I, I'll tell you, he wears that blue hat with our, 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 our nice red, crimson, cardinal, and silver, and then he puts that blue hat on top of it. And so he clashes. So I'm trying kind to of tell him about clashing I and mean, he
0: just doesn't understand that. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes, yes. I totally understand, Coach. Definitely get on a little bit more about that. You know, and any time you get on them, it's just I, – I love it. I, that's, that's just great for me. Um, <laughs> uh, coach, uh, <laughs> looking at it now, um, looking at last season, obviously, very challenging. We've all documented it. But in five or ten years' time, if someone were to come up to you and ask you what it was like to coach during COVID in 2020, what, 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 how would you describe it? What would you tell them?
1: Uh, you know, I'd, I'd say it's adjustment and get ready. Uh, you know, it's a, it's adapt and overcome at every stage. And it's it's just one of those things you have to do. You know, the thing about it is you didn't know what was going to bring you the next day or the next hour. So I think it kind of, uh, said some of those guys were organized and things like that to even get better organized. You know, I it just, uh, you, you live kind of in a, I don't. I wouldn't say a state of fear because it's not that. It was just kind of a state of flush. You always know, kind of. Mm-hmm. You could lose a player the next day. You could lose a, a coach. I like. I had a couple coaches I had to sit out games. You know, uh and it just you're you're dealing with the unknowns the whole time. Things you can't control, and so it kind of put perspective on how important things are in our world. And I think it kind of set me up as a coach and as a, a father and husband to kind of set the ground rules of what I think was more important in my life.
0: Coach, looking at the, this off season here, transitioning from COVID into this year, you guys have been able to be in the weight room a lot more. Um, the restrictions aren't there as much, I would say. I'm not sure if you guys are completely back to normal in terms of being able to what you were doing back in 2019, but how close to that are you right now? Uh, you know, we're
1: actually right back to where we were before. We had, of course, June was cell masking, doing things like that, and universal precautions and doing the things correctly that you needed to do, and then our district kind of lifted some of those precautions and how many people we could have, and so we're almost, I guess, practically back to order, but I kind of kept things smaller again still. I like the smaller groups we're working in as weight room and some of our specialist areas, so I kind of kept it smaller, and I think I'll keep it that way from now on. I I think the individual attention is better for our guys, so, but other than that, we're pretty much... We haven't went, we went to camps and everything like that and hadn't had masks or anything like that. So it's, we went to uh, a grizzly individual camp back in late June and I mean there was, oh gosh, I don't know how many kids there, 250,
0: 300 kids running around. So
1: it was great to see that again.
0: Coach, you've got some tremendous football players getting ready to go on to big things in the college realm as well, and you were talking about that Grizzly camp, obviously, and I know they've got their individual camp, too, and there's been players that have gone to individual camps already, but what advice do you give uh, your kids when it comes to uh, going to those individual camps, or even in-state in, a, in state or out-of-state?
1: You know, more than anything else is just enjoy yourself and,
0: and, 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 and get ready to learn, you know, and keep your
1: ears open, your eyes open, and... Keep that, that, that wide area called your mouth closed most of the time. You know, you ask questions out of it, but most of the time just kind of keep yourself in a situation where you're trying to pick up things. And the worst thing about some of those camps is, is the comparison. You know, there, there's some dogs out there that can do some serious things on the field. They can run well, they can jump well, and that doesn't actually always translate into being a great football player. But, uh, you know, just, just understand that that comparison you, you, you have to take lightly. It's, it's always good to compete, but, don't say that you're bad just because you didn't run the same 40 time as a guy who's, you know, he might he might be trained just to run the 40. So, you know, that, that's some of the advice I give our guys. It's, it's it's so cool for them to get a chance, opportunity to get coached by others because throughout their life they're going to have that adjustment. So, them having the opportunity to learn from a coach who's in the college ranks or other ranks like that, that's an important avenue for our players to learn how to adjust.
0: Well, your quarterback, Kane Hewitt, speaking of those camps, was at the uh, quarterback camp in Missoula yesterday with Coach uh, Marty Morningwig and then uh, special guest, Coach Jeff Garcia. Um, what did you think about that opportunity for your quarterback, Kane Hewitt?
1: I, I just think, you know, what a tremendous opportunity. You get a guy who's, you know, grinded his whole way through. you got, you got Garcia, who's a grinder from day one, and then, you know, at San Jose State and everything like that, and then you get Marty Morningwig, who, you know, he's so well-respected and Knows his, his knowledge of the offensive football side of the ball is incredible. And I just, and then, you know, the, the kids that he gets to compete with down there, that's, that's that competition, you know, you, you, you'd like to say you're, you're competing against the team all the time, but there's an inv- invisible competition that players have against other players. And so for Caden to get the opportunity to see those kids and see what they do, I just, I, I mean, I, I'm so happy for him. He earned the right to go there, you know, and that's the invitation only and just to get coached by, a high caliber crew as such as that, and then at the same point in time, see the best that Montana has to offer, that's, that's a pretty incredible experience.
0: And, Coach, let's talk about uh, the big man camp that your guys went up to already for the Grizz and a couple other places as well. I uh, believe was the other one. Um, how big is that for, for the big guys? Because we always see the seven-on-sevens, the quarterback camps, the wide receivers, all those types of things. That's always getting video. But the big man camps, oh, unfortunately we don't get too much video on those. So how big are those camps for those players as you get ready? Because those guys got to be able to protect your quarterback and at the same time on the other side get after the quarterback. Yeah, you know that
1: that that's kind of where where, where the trend is going. And I I mean the team camps are always fun and stuff from camaraderie standpoint, but that's in the individual area that I I, I I we don't shed enough light on how important those guys are to everything and that you know the opportunity for our guys to go one on one sometimes you know that's I, I guess kind of a beast mode type attitude you know they get to walk in there and they get to show their skills one on one where it's not really seen on the football field you know and the average fan doesn't see it. But that big man opportunity for our guys, I, I, I kind of pushed our guys more towards doing those opportunities, those one-on-one one day camps, those big man opportunities, just because of the fact that it's individual attention, it's individual coaching, and it's, it's that battle of mono and mono. And it just, I, I think it's a great opportunity for those kids to grow. You know? And like I said, you, you hit it right on the head. The 7 7 guys always get the accolades. Now those big man camps drop the opportunity to open it up for guys like Josh Goldman, Forrest Swero, our guys like that. Dylan Christmas of the world to get out there and college coaches get to see him.
0: Right now we're with the head coach of the Helena High Bengals, Scott Evans, as we are getting a look into his team as we get ready for the 2021 high school football season. Uh, coach Evans, uh, you've got two guys at key positions that are three-year starters uh, Marcus, your son at linebacker as well, at many other positions along offense too, but at the same time, uh, your quarterback, Kane Hood, who we've just been talking about, but how, how key is that? How much of an advantage is that having two guys that are three-year starters at what are considered the quarterback positions of either offense or defense? You know, just, you know, I hate to say you have instant leadership, but you kind of get that because
1: they went through the grind of playoffs of seasons where they, you know, they weren't the top dog. and they kind of understand how to move themselves up the ranks and they understand that, you know, the, where those, those younger guys coming in, they've been there. And so they just, it, it, it's a valuable tool. It it almost gives you that, I wouldn't say an extra coach on the field, but it, it gives you the confidence to know that you can change some things because they can adapt a little bit better, you know, quarterback position and I know defensively markets can adjust us now in a situation right out of the gates and, we feel comfortable giving them an opportunity to do that. So, yeah, I just – and we're we're blessed because we have, like, six guys who have been starting since they're sophomores in high school, got multiple positions coming into senior year. So we're pretty excited for the opportunity to have those guys on the field all the time.
0: Let's talk about Marcus. How's his summer been? I know you get a little bit closer uh, touch to that because you're his father, but how's his summer been, and and what's his preparation been like as he gets ready for his senior year? Uh, You know, I I, I tell you, you know – I,
1: I can be proud dad for a second I just, I love his focus. You know, he's, he's a guy who's, he, he shows up the weight room every day. He's there working with the guys and, you know, putting on the right weight and he always wants to improve himself. So that's, that's the I, mean, I, I love about what he's doing is he just, he's preparing himself to, you know, for bigger and better things. I, you know, like this summer he's had fun. He does the lake stuff. Of course, he's a teenage boy and he gets that opportunity to go goof around with the guys, but. At the same point in time, when it's 5:50 in the morning, he's the first one to be five, so I get to see him right away. And you know, it just that, and just running around and having fun. I, you know, I think one of the things we missed is that we play the game because it's fun, and he enjoys the kind of the the rabble around, of talking to guys, and BSing with them, and then at the same point in time talking a little bit of a little crap on the field at times too. <laughs>
0: Uh and coach uh another guy that we were that we were talking about already is Forrest Guerrero. and I really like what he could be this season. I think he's definitely a guy that can challenge for the uh sack title this year in double a. What have you thought about his summer as well?
1: You know Forrest is a busy guy. I'll tell you what he's he's a baseball player, one of our best baseball players around too as well, so he's a multi sport athlete, so during the summertime he's he's spread around pretty thin you know with you know, baseball doesn't, I mean, I think he's played 22 baseball games in the last 24 days or something like that. Wow. Some unbelievable number, you know, so, but, you know, the thing about it is, is when, when the pads start popping on August 13th, Forrest is going to be the guy who we're going to count on. He's one of those guys that he's a difference maker. And he just, he just changes the the landscape of the game right away. So I, you know, I, I just excited for him to get one more opportunity to coach him. You know, I've, I've had his brother Caden as well. And now, Having him, and he's just one of those guys that, you know, he kind of he lights up the room when he walks in every day. So it's just, he's a he's a great guy to have mm-hmm. every day there, and it just, I, I just, uh, I'm so proud of him as an individual and how far he's come.
0: Coach, I'm sure you get a couple, at least a couple baseball players every single year uh, with multi-sport athletes. So how do you how do you handle that when they come off their season? Because I think their season runs right up on the butt of uh, the, end, the beginning of August, uh, the end of July uh, with the state tournament and things. So how do you handle that with them? Maybe just coming out, maybe a week or two break before you know training camp starts. You know, there's times where you have to take a break, kids. Rest and relaxation is one of the big things. You know,
1: like I I guess and coming from the 80s, being coached in the 80s, you know, we never thought rest was actually important, and nowadays, you know, we probably do more rest and recovery than we ever have, and I'm now inclined that that's what we should do as as coaches, so we'll give the whole month of, most of August off to our guys. And mm-hmm. So for our baseball guys, they get a chance to recover a little bit more, so it's kind of built in our system now to help those kids out a little bit more.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, they kind of enjoy, I'll tell you what, though, the nice thing about them is, they, they're they're probably more excited to get back into the sport than
0: mm-hmm. any of our guys. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we are with the head coach of the Helena High Bengals, Scott Evans, as we are getting ready for the 2021 high school football season. As he joins us on the On Sports Show Hotline, uh, Coach, another guy that really impressed me last year on both sides of the football is Chase McGurin. Um What have you seen from him, and what's something that you really liked and, and see that him improve on this this summer? You know. Just, Chase, I,
1: I, I don't think he's an outlier player. I know everybody knows who he is, but I think this summer people got their eyes open about how a tremendous an athlete he actually is. I I mean, I just, he is so explosive, and I think to these camps, you know, we're talking about these individual camps and going down there, and all of a sudden you see him in an individual basis, and he's setting times and doing things that, you know, that show up on the field that people didn't realize how fast, and how athletic, and explosive he actually is, and the thing that Chase really changed this year, he's both up and he's done all the good things that Marshes of the world, Hewitt and Forrest, all those guys are doing. I, I like his standard with how he's kind of taken over a role as a leader now. He's he's jumping in and taking some some of the yoke on and and being one of those guys that we can count on every day. And I just I, you know there's not a guy that probably doesn't smile more often than he does. So he enjoys where he's at and. He loves that aspect of it. So I just I, I just seen that, you know, that that's some of the stuff that people don't get to see about a guy like that and now he his tremendous talent there, but now it's like okay, he offers quite a bit to our team as a leader and as a as an individual of high high standards.
0: Coach, uh, looking at your defensive backfield, McGurin being one of those guys. But last year, I was really impressed when you guys came up to Calispell to play Flathead. You had a young player by the name of Petrie starting in the back end as well. Having those two guys uh, in the back end, covering wide receivers, covering guys in the, on the offense that are throwing that are catching the football. Uh, how big is it to have those two guys? Well, you know, I,
1: I, I look at our secondary as one of our strengths. You know, and you know we graduated some quality football players back there with david lowry quid nichols and ben Swantz, you know those are three all-state caliber individuals right there and going off college two of them but you know i i think the guys we got bring it that are back there already you know the colton petrie played multiple positions for us last year at safety and a corner and you know then you add in McGurn. but you know the people that the people that don't really know about our team is the guy who's kind of uh I guess that third level dude that you don't want to mess with sometimes you go there is Devin Lorenz. you I know, mean, he's been a two-year starter for us at safety, too, a strong safety, and I mean, he's just a tremendous value to us, so I, I love our back end, you know, we're going to add another guy in there, Carson Anderson, a junior coming in that corner, so I, I, I love our third level of our defense. They're just, uh, they're guys who get involved in some places that, you know, I, I got two long safeties that a lot of people don't have, so. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm excited for that crew. They've had a great summer and I just think they're starting to mold together better. You know, two of these junior starters can be three year guys for us again. So
0: it's an asset that you just can't, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Coach, you, you coach the defensive side of the football, and I always remember going back to I, – I heard this from Warren Sapp once. It was having impact players at every level of the defense. you got Sorrero on the defensive line. you got Marcus at linebacker. We just talked about your guys on the back end. How big is that for the success of a defense to have those impact players, at least one guy, on every single level? Oh, You know, I, I hate
1: to say I shop the middle schools, but I do. I'm, I'm looking for those guys every year, you know. You walk in, you look your freshman class, and you're saying, okay, where are my impact guys at these three positions? And for me, you know, it's you always want that middle linebacker who's going to be that thumper for three years for you that you know you can count on, and he can lead yourself, you know, and that D lineman who's going to be a game wrecker, you know. I always look for that corner that I don't have to worry about in the world. You know, I can leave him on the island, and hey, say Revis Island, but I have to because that's what it's all named after. So, I mean, you find those guys. That's so important. 'Cause you kinda of, I hate to say you get relaxed, but you know you can do some stuff because you have a guy who's better than the other guys on the other side of the ball. So it's it's a huge impact. It's like I said, I, I every year I walk in as a coach and this is going on thirty odd years now, I'm looking for those three dudes that walk in that that you know, they make a difference when they walk in a room everywhere they go.
0: Right now, we are with the head coach of the Helena High Bengals, Scott Evans, as we get ready for the Bengals 2021 high school football season. Uh, coach, uh, let's talk about your offensive line. I know you got some key guys back, Goldman being one of them, um, but how do you feel about overall with this position on the O-line? You know, I, we,
1: we lost a very good football coach, and Coach Bob Sampson was our O-line coach for almost 20 years, an exceptional offensive line coach. and. We handed over the reins to Dane Broadhead who's been with us for a while too as well. And so you know, when you lose a coach like that, you, you hope to just kind of fit somebody in and Dane's taking over and snaps after did a great job of helping him out and getting him ready to roll. But I, I, I love our old line I, I mean, that's, you know, it's it's not just coaching, it's just everything about him. We got some young guys who stepped up in the soft season, the Dylan Christmas, the Shannon O'Briens of the world and you know, they're guys who are long, tall guys who, you know, they can move some earth. And I, I just, you know, two young guys on there. Then you got some older guys in there. And, you know, all of a sudden you put a Forrest swirl on that offensive line with Josh Goldman and Caleb Kirkland and the Charles Fox guys. you you got some quality individuals there. I just, I mean, that's, if, if we've improved anywhere, I would say it's our old line. And personnel-wise, they just kind of taken on, a, they just taken on a challenge and getting better at the position. So I'm excited to see these guys out there on the field. I mean, I, I think they're going to make they're going to be one of the surprises of our team. Not because of the fact that I don't think they are, but I, I I mean I know they will be. But I think other people are going to go, whoa, wait, this this is a pretty
0: good crew. So I'm excited for this crew. Coach Evans, uh, let's talk about the quarterback play throughout the Double A. You've got one of the best ones, obviously. You've Got Conch out west. You're going to see Reed Harris from Great Falls in week one. Um, but and and I could be wrong here, but just give me your thoughts on it usually seemed like we had before maybe one or two teams had a great quarterback. But now it seems like there's more teams that have, you know, better than average quarterback play at least. Um, so what do you think about the level of quarterback play throughout the double A? Are you seeing more guys, you think, at the double A level doing it better? I
1: I I, do. I think the coach has gotten better at a younger age. I mean, they're starting to, you know, in a Sometimes we get upset with youth leagues and things like that, but I think the quality of quarterbacks has gotten better because I think people are paying attention to that position, and it kind of took a while for Montana to get up there. We've had some tremendous state quarterbacks around this state, and I, I mean, throughout history, but net the level now, these kids walk in as freshmen, and they know what they're doing. I mean, the Caden Hewitts of the world, the Clowns kids, guys like that. and I mean, Reed Harris, those are three of the most tremendous athletes you'll see in the state of Montana. I've got to watch them in track and field and just do things. And it's incredible what they do athletically. But they're, you know, they've, they've been the dudes since birth. You know, they walked out and God blessed them with an arm and blessed them with some uh, eyes and feet that are better than everybody else. And they've been playing quarterback since they were little kids. And they're just, you know, they're walking in with better skill level, I think, at times. I think it's the one position that we're doing a better job of up here in the state is training our quarterbacks younger. So I do see a change in that one. And I think that's, I think that's dynamic. Um, and I, I'm glad they finally get that way. But at the same point in time, there's, there's, there's that thought process that we, we need the fundamentals at all ages. And I think the quarterback is the one that we're doing better fundamentals with, with kids at an earlier <clears throat> age. We're, we're more specialized, I guess I'd say.
0: Coach, give me your thoughts on the Western A Conference as you get ready here for 2021. You guys are the number two seed last year, and uh, overall for the Double A, what do you think? Well, I
1: think the West, you know, it's, it, it, it's a surprise almost every year for me. I, sometimes the team just comes out of the woodwork, and they're just playing a lot better ball than what, you know, on paper, it's always hard to see. You know, you get a roster change, things like that, but, and you, you know they're working out just like we are in the summer, but some take a jump up. I I think your your usual contenders are always there. You know, I I think you're going to look at Glacier. They're they're a hell of a ball club up there. I mean, they got a great coach in. They got some things out there that they just do well every year in year out. Um And I, I'm just to start with, you know, the state champions, and still state champion. Sentinels still state champion. And last time I checked, they went out unbeaten and they still are. And you know, they're they got some dudes over there that uh, a lot of people would like to grab and take over to their squad. Um, You know, I. You know, I, I think things go through hell and a spell. I think there's like we're going to be good. Capital High School across town. You know, the coach Mahelish and his guys—they do a tremendous job of just getting their guys ready to play each year. And I think they're going to be younger, but I think they're going to be more skilled. You know, I, the, the team that—you know—of course, your old stop of grounds up in Happy Valley up there. Hell, I don't mm-hmm. know expect Coach Chummy because I, you know, none of us know anything yet. So it's kind of one of those unknowns. We all know where he came from and things like that, but at the same juncture time. You don't know what's gonna happen up there and what he's gonna do and I just I, I and Coach Johnson, you know, I I think people forget about base guy sometimes. You know, I I, I look at base guy, you know, their numbers may be down at times and things like that, but Coach Johnson and staff get those guys to play every year no matter what their talent level is and you walk in and you know you're gonna get in a slobber knocker with them and they're gonna knock your ass around a little bit and you're gonna wake up in the morning and know you played a good football team. So I, I don't know, I, it's, I love the Western AA. It's, it's so fun, you know, week in, week out, you're, you're battling against the squads that, you know, you're going to get a quality competition. So I, I think there's some, I think, you know, everybody should look at the roster and say, we got a lot of guys coming back. Sentinel's got a lot of guys coming back. So it makes it look that way. You know, you, you got to, you got to track your trailer in Regina up and Glacier that you're going to have to tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it, it's just fun. I mean, it's exciting. So I mean, from Western Double A standpoint, I just and I've been in, in a long time, you know. And it's, I've been in it when it was conferences. I've been in it when it was one big super conference, and now I'm back to conferences again. And it, it, it's a it's a great time to be, you know. And then when we added Butte and in, and, and I'm going to tell you, Coach Gray down at Butte, Montana, I played in the skelly earlier in the year, and they got some skill guys that I don't think a lot of people knew they had. So they have got some young receivers and some guys over there and a couple linemen that they're going to knock some people around and we get them first game out of conference. And I mean, I look forward to that. That's, that's going to be a fun game and butte always is a huge challenge.
0: Well, coach, uh, talking about, uh, or sorry, go ahead, coach. No,
1: nope, I, and I can get the rest of the double A here in a second. Coach, go, there, Anthony, go ahead and ask me another
0: question. Okay. Well, I'll just, I'll just say that. Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, just your thoughts on the double A overall. You know, it's, it's, the worst thing about
1: COVID was, and this is you know, kind of goes back to our COVID discussion, is we didn't really get to see much of the Easter AA last year. So, you know, overall, even going to conference, and we're doing all conference and all states, it was kind of a lot of commodity because we didn't play very many Eastern teams. You know, we played Bozeman. That was it. Mm-hmm. So to get to look at the other side, you know, the, the name that sticks out, of course, is Reed Harris at Great Falls High. You can't. I mean, he's a phenomenal athlete. Great Falls High has some guys back. Coach Thompson always does a great job. So, I mean, Great Falls High is on our ticker, and so is Billing Sr. Those are two quality programs. And Coach Murdoch down at Billing Sr., I mean, his program he, every year is one of the tops in the state of Montana year in, year out. And it doesn't matter who's playing and who's there. Coach Murdoch does a great job. So, those are the two we face. So, I'll tell you right now, I think we probably face two of the top teams in the East. They're either – I mean, I don't know if you go – you know, of course, Billy's West. We don't play them until hopefully later in the year. and Looking at that, they're mm-hmm. studs. And there's guys walking on that field over there. That, I mean, Coach Stanton's got a a crew of guys that we're salivating over, and everybody else wants. And like, colleges are offering everything. So, and there's a reason. They're quality kids and they're quality coached. So, I, I mean, you got to look at those three programs. I think as the, you know, they're they're going to do some damage. And the new Dennis Johnson over at. Dennis over at uh, CMR, you know, he's got a brand-new program. He's in his second year, and he's off with COVID, so he probably actually gets to see his kids finally. You know, last year was tough on Mm -hmm. that. Well, the new coach and don't even get to see your guys till later. So I I think there's some up-and-comers. I think East, you know, like you said, I don't get to see many of those guys. I don't get to see the Belgrade's of the world Gallatin, hell. I don't even know what their jerseys look like. I haven't been against them yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've kind of lost the translation. I think the only schools over there are from Billy Sr. and Bozeman because that's who we play all the time. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't get to see those guys very often.
0: No, fair enough, Coach. and You're going to get to see Great Falls. And let me ask you that because I know you're going to get into the X's and O's, and I'm sure I want to talk with you once we get closer to that game. But as a coach, how much do you enjoy a game like this and getting ready for it? Because you're talking about two great talents at the quarterback position. Uh, you know, with Reed and, and Caden, obviously, they're not matching up against each other, but I'm sure in, in that competition, that invisible competition that you talked about earlier. But at the same time, matching wits so with a coach like Mark Sampson, uh, trying to counter his every counter. Um, so how much do you kind of get up and get excited about a, a game like that to open up a season? Ah, uh, you know, I did. I'll tell you what, I, I guess if, if you're going to
1: open up a season, for me, I'm an old Great Falls guy. I went to Great Falls High School, graduated from Great Falls High School. I get to go against my alma mater high school, and we get to play in Memorial Stadium, which is one of, the, one of those venues in high school football in Montana that I love playing in. I mean, it basically has everything that you want in the first game. you got high-caliber teams on both sides, high-caliber players. You got two coaches, like, we go, Sampson and I go back to the 90s against each other. So, I mean, we're, we're two old dogs on a block, so we get to know each other a lot over the years. And, uh, him, him and I actually used to sit in teachers meetings together at one point in time. I think we did more drawing up plays than doing teaching stuff, but same junction. (laughs) Uh, you know, it's, it's exciting because I, you know, I, I know a lot of their coaches. I know a lot of their players and my, you know, it's just, it's a proximity game, you know, in, in our state, 90 miles is 90 miles, and that's a close proximity, so I, I love that, that first game for us, I don't think we could pick a better opponent to play a big double eight football game, where you're, you're looking at a showdown between two premier programs, I feel, in the state of Montana, and I just, I, I'm excited, I mean, I, we I looked at our schedule this year, you know, and, and as a football junkie, I, you know, i I get to play in the best places in the state of Montana. You know, I, I'm looking at the facilities that we get to play at with Memorial Stadium, the Ranchi. You know, we get a chance at Washington Grizzly Stadium this year too as well. We're playing in the football venues in the state and I just love that. I just, I think for a kid, what an experience you get. And as a coach, even I'm excited to do that. And first game at Memorial Stadium is on August 27th. I I can't wait.
0: I'm, 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 I I get excited talking about it right now. (laughs) <laughs> I can tell, Coach. I'll tell you this much. I wish I had a ticket to that game because I wish I could see that one or, or or call it with John. I don't know. But uh, that's a hell of a ball game. And I, and I like I said, I'm just as excited for it for you guys as well because, like I said, I think that's – one of the best matchups, if not the best matchup, in that week one. And that's a great thing to see in non-conference um, is to see some of these top teams. Because, I mean, you guys, unfortunately, it's not like a couple of years ago where, you know, on your schedule you got you could get a couple more East teams and say, West teams. Uh, so just getting that opportunity to play some of the top teams in the East, how much does that help prepare you, you think? I, you know, I, I think
1: you, you can't I don't know if you know where you sit at, but, you you know, like for us this year, it's really strange is – our first opponent in Western Conference plays the exact same non-conference opponents as us. So Butte mm. plays Great Falls High and senior. They play on opposite week, so they play senior first week, Great Falls High the second week. So by the time we walk in a conference schedule, we got a pretty good idea of what Butte, Montana is going to be, and we kind of know where we're sitting at in some respects on the first team we play in a conference schedule. So, And I don't know why that dynamics worked out that way, but it worked out that way. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't spent enough time to actually look at the other schedules. But, I mean, it was kind of weird. I'm like going, hell, we played the exact same two teams. So, Coach Gray, I guess, can compare notes maybe. I can take his notes from senior and he can take my notes from Great Falls High and maybe we can switch it back and forth and figure out what we got. But I, I think it's just a. I I mean, to see the East is good for us as football coaches because eventually you're going to meet up with one of those teams in the first place down the road. And you get a comparison – of how tough the conference is over there, you know. So I can get a judgment call now of, okay, Great Falls High maybe beats Belgrade by a certain amount later in the year, and we beat Great Falls High. We kind of get a comparison of what we can. I mean, it's apples and oranges at times, but at the same point in time, you get a little idea of what your competition is because you know the players. And the players are more important sometimes than anything else. So if you see their high-caliber players making plays against other teams, you know that you – I mean, Reed Harris Harrison make plays in a lot of guys. I mean, that's the thing that plays a lot of guys. So at least we have some kind of comparison. Like last year, I had zero comparison. I had no idea how good the East was. There was no idea for any of us because we didn't play in him. So mm-hmm. this
0: should be nice to have. Coach Evans will finish with this uh, just because uh, John Kemper put out some videos as you guys were getting ready for summer and all those things. And um, I'm just curious, that, that type of stuff, the stuff that he does, how much does that excite the players in the program? I know that's not the sole focus, obviously, because the game and the things that need to be done on the day in and day out. That's kind of extra. But how much does, does seeing, is somebody doing that stuff for the program and putting the program out there help the kids?
1: I, the, I, I think it's one of those assets that doesn't get luck the most. I, I think it's something that – it's an outreach program. It gets kids excited. It's fans are excited. You know, we play, a, we play a game, you know, and it's a great game, and we love it, and it builds character and leadership and things like that. But at the same point in time, there's excitement behind it. And any time we can get some excitement built up for the kids and get their names out there and get the exposure for our program, it's it's a positive no matter what. I mean, I, you know, and I, I'll tell you, I don't know all the things that go into the particulars that you guys do, but I think it's an important asset that we ha- we have to take advantage of and you can actually have a relationship with it that builds your program in a positive. So I, I'm, I'm a full supporter of it. You know, at, you know, as, like you said, it beginning of my career and things like that, I, I, it would have been different for me because I wasn't around it. Now, you know, I've got guys, I got basically a media director at John Kemp who does an incredible job. I mean, seeing kids in the weight room, doing stuff, uh, getting it out there. Our younger players are excited to see their videos online. You know, it. And then you know they're comparing. Oh, did you see this? Did you see that? And you know, and then I got a guy on my staff, Kerry sister who helps put up graphics and stuff. And I, I, I think it's another excitement, another tool. And you know, in our TikTok world, we need that stuff like that. And I think if you do it in the right way, I think it presents a great product for the people out there. And our, our kids get exposure. And the number one thing is part of our job is to get them a higher education down the road. So I think it's an asset. And I, I think Kemp's does a great job of promoting hell in a high. That's that's an important thing that, you know, a lot of people don't know how much he actually does. I mean, him and I actually have sit down meetings about social media, which I never knew I was going to do in my career by (laughs) social (laughs)
0: media.
1: And and now I'm having meetings on graphics and things like that. But, you know, it's it's one of those things. Now I'm interested. I like to look at the stuff and I like to look at what he's doing and what Terry Cistro is doing for us. So yeah, it's
0: huge. I, I, I think it's another avenue to promote our program. My future guest is the head coach of the Helena High Bengals, Scott Evans, as he's been joining us on the Knock On Sports Show hotline as his team gets ready for the 2021 high school football season. Coach Evans, I really appreciate the time. It is always a blast to chat with you. Look forward to many more conversations as we get closer to the season. Thank you again so much for coming on the show.
1: I appreciate it, Anthony, great job what you're doing. I appreciate hope all is well with you, and I look forward to talking to you again.